Good morning, podcast. I'm Chef Ben, and this is Food in Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And today we're talking about five salad dressings that'll make your salads pop. Summer is built for salads, and what is a salad without a delicious salad dressing? Well, it's just a bowl of lettuce and some vegetables, I suppose. Salad dressings are cheap and easy to buy. There's a whole aisle of them at the grocery store, but they're even cheaper to make at home. And what you'll notice is that store-bought dressings will have things like xanthan gum, potassium sorbate, and calcium disodium EDTA. What does that mean? Well, xanthan gum acts as a stabilizer and thickener. helps prevent the oil and vinegar in the dressing from separating. Potassium sorbate and calcium disodium EDTA are both used as preservatives. Interestingly enough, calcium disodium EDTA is also used to treat lead poisoning. Now, in all honesty, as far as we know, these additives are completely harmless. However, given the choice between food with a bunch of preservatives in it and food with none, I pick none every day of the week. Now, making your own salad dressing can be as simple as mixing a bit of oil and vinegar together. It doesn't have to be complicated. And even the more complicated sounding dressings are only complicated in theory. For example, when you think about creating an unnatural bond between oil and vinegar molecules by using a binder and mechanical agitation, it can boggle the mind. Especially when you get down to how this emulsion of two incompatible molecules is so tenuous that it could easily break if even slightly overpowered. Now all that really means is that oil and vinegar is slowly whisked together with a little bit of mustard or egg yolk to hold the bond together. That's it. Basic process. So the basic process for making a vinaigrette goes like this. Combined vinegar with binder and flavorings. So again, the binder would be mustard or egg yolk. Slowly whisk a few drops of oil into the vinegar mixture. Slowly whisk a few more drops of oil into the vinegar mixture. And then in a slow, steady stream, whisk the remaining oil into the vinegar mixture. Season the vinaigrette with salt and pepper and serve. That's it. Now, the biggest mistake I see and hear about is that people combine all of the oil and vinegar all at once and then try to whisk it together. This will not hold a bond. It may come together briefly, especially if you're using a blender, but if you build your vinaigrette slowly and properly, it will hold together for much, much longer. Now, when I say the vinaigrette will break or separate, all I mean is that the oil will float to the top and the vinegar will sink to the bottom, creating two very distinct layers. A well-made vinaigrette will have no clear difference between the oil and vinegar because they are literally joined as one at the molecular level. Now, The ratio of oil to vinegar in a vinaigrette is really important. If too much oil is added, the bond will be overpowered and will break. If not enough oil is added, the vinaigrette won't be viscous enough and won't coat your salad. Now, generally, a ratio of one part vinegar to three parts oil is suggested. However, a ratio of one part vinegar to four parts oil is also possible. And though it may seem counterintuitive, the more oil that is added to the vinaigrette, the thicker it will be. So if you want a really thick vinaigrette, use four parts oil to one part vinegar. For a more fluid consistency, use three parts oil to one part vinegar. So, for example, if you wanted one cup of a standard kind of viscosity, you would use a quarter cup vinegar, three quarters of a cup of oil, and that would give you, you know, your standard vinaigrette. For a thicker vinaigrette, you could use two tablespoons of vinegar 
and three quarters of a cup plus two tablespoons of oil. And that'll give you a really thick vinaigrette. Now, a basic vinaigrette recipe would go like this because it's not just oil and vinegar, right? So it'd be, let's say, a quarter cup of red wine vinegar, three quarters of a cup of canola oil, one teaspoon Dijon mustard, two teaspoons honey, and salt and pepper to taste. You would combine the vinegar, mustard, and honey in a mixing bowl, whisk them together, and then slowly whisk in your oil. A few drops at a time, and then more and more until it was all incorporated. Now that basic recipe, just hold that in your mind for a minute. Now, other types of salad dressing. This post is about salad dressing, not just vinaigrette, but I've just been talking about vinaigrette up until now. The reason for this is that the process for making a vinaigrette is the same for making an egg-based salad dressing or mayonnaise. The only difference is that the mustard is replaced or used in combination with egg yolk. The recipe above could easily be used to make Caesar dressing, the one I just mentioned. For example, if the mustard is replaced or used alongside egg yolk, um, and additionally two cloves of garlic, a few anchovies, or Worcestershire sauce, lemon juice, and Parmesan cheese would be added. But this basic recipe is identical. It's just those added flavorings that really change it. Now that basic recipe can be used to make hundreds, if not thousands, of salad dressings that are built on the same process, but flavored differently. Don't believe me? So if we take that same basic vinaigrette that I just mentioned, and instead of red wine vinegar, we switch it to balsamic vinegar. And instead of honey, we use maple syrup and we up it from one or two teaspoons to two tablespoons. Make it the exact same way, then all of a sudden we have a maple balsamic vinaigrette. that's going to be sweet, acidic, uh, rich, nice and thick. It's going to be a beautiful vinaigrette. Same thing, if we change the vinegar for raspberry vinegar, we lower the honey back down. And we add two tablespoons of crushed fresh raspberries. All of a sudden we have raspberry vinaigrette. Exact same process. And again, if we change the vinegar to white wine vinegar, we up the Dijon mustard and the honey to two tablespoons each. All of a sudden we have a delicious honey Dijon vinaigrette. Caesar salad, change the vinegar to red wine vinegar, cut it in half and add lemon juice. So instead of a quarter cup of red wine vinegar, we would have two tablespoons of red wine vinegar and two tablespoons of lemon juice which totals a quarter cup of acid, right? And then we add an egg yolk, a few drops of fish sauce or Worcestershire, two tablespoons of parm, uh, two cloves of pureed garlic. Mix that together, slowly add our oil in, and like that we have Caesar dressing. And finally, if we replace the vinegar with white wine vinegar and lemon juice, so keep that same ratio of two tablespoons white wine vinegar and two tablespoons lemon juice, uh, that again gives us our quarter cup of acid. Uh, we add our Dijon mustard, honey, but this time we add one clove of pureed garlic and two tablespoons of chopped chives. This gives us a beautiful, nice, light, summery lemon and chive vinaigrette. So hopefully you're now starting to understand that even though all of these recipes will taste very, very differently and even look very different, they're all pretty much the same. It's just knowing that basic formula and then adding and changing things to make it something different. There is no end to the changes that can make that can be made and the different dressings you can create. Master this basic recipe and then the world is your oyster. 
So I'd love to hear about any salad dressings that you come up with, and you can hit me up on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks or on Instagram or Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and just let me know. You know, if you throw a vinaigrette together and you're like, damn, this was really good, I should tell Chef Ben about it, then tell me about it. Thank you, as always, for listening. And, of course, I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And you can go and get all of these recipes written out there. Um, It's all up there today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and 5. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.